You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And now, the Science Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at Point Guard. I'm Mike Conley, number 10 of the Utah Jazz from THE Ohio State University. At shooting guard. Donovan Mitchell, 6'3 guard from the University of Louisville. At small forward. I'm Boyan Bogdanovich, I weigh 230, height 6'7, I'm from Bosnia and Herzegovina, Mostar. At power forward. Royce O'Neal, Buckets O'Neal. Follow me on Twitter. And at center. Rudy Gobert, number 27 from France. Zions Bank. They haven't forgotten who keeps them in business. Nice round of applause just a moment ago for Boyan Bogdanovich and his return back to Indiana. He's averaging 21 points a game for the 11-6 Utah Jazz, who come in as the 21st-ranked offensive team, the fourth-best defensive team in the NBA. Donovan Mitchell's leading the way at 26 points a game. Mike Conley averaging 15 points and five assists. Rudy Gobert back in the starting lineup after missing two games, as averaging 15 points. And 14 rebounds. For the Indiana Pacers under the direction of Nate McMillan, they are 10-6. and six. Malcolm Brogdon leads them at 19 points a game. Right behind him is, uh, is Demonis Sabonis at 18.6. TJ Warren at 17. And Jeremy Lamb at 17 in their incredibly balanced lineup of scores. Sabonis leads them in rebounding at 13 points a game. And Malcolm Brogdon 8. They're the 13th assist a game. They are the 13th ranked offensive team and 8th ranked defensive team. And here are their starters from the home. PA announcer. center from Texas, number 33, Miles Turner! A 6'5 guard from UConn, number 26, Jeremy Lamb! And a 6'5 guard from Virginia, number 7, Malcolm Brogdon! Your Indiana Pacers! As we head to our families for Thanksgiving, we think of those things we're thankful for. Like a boy on Bogdanovich, game winner. And Bogdanovich pops to the corner. He's open for three. Got it! Boyan Bogdanovich! Jazz win! A Donovan Mitchell slam dunk. Flares it up to Donovan. He catches on the go to the window. Rises with the right hand and packs it. Donovan Mitchell. A Mike Conley floater. Conley, right side floater off the window and in. Mike Conley knows the spots on this floor. A Rudy Gobert dunk. High pick and roll. Mike, cross court pass to Donovan. Catches with one hand the right mid. Deep to Gobert. Drop step and a dunk. Wow, what a move by Rudy. And of course, 
A Joe Ingles triple. Players back to Ingles. He's fired straight away. Got it! Joe Ingles puts the Jazz back up by 14. Their 14th three of the night. Happy Thanksgiving. From Indiana, it's the Jazz and the Pacers. Tip-off is now. I think, David, to look, what to look for tonight. I'm going to be watching the three-point line. Both of these teams shoot the basketball very good. 38% there for the Jazz, 36 for the for the, for the Pacers. So uh, I, I think this game just might be won at the three-point line here tonight. Well, it'll be interesting. The Jazz allow the third fewest, and the Pacers take the second fewest. The Pacers allow the ninth fewest, and the Jazz take... Now, after last game, middle of the pack. Speaking of middle of the pack, Ron, here's my strange number for you. The Pacers are vanilla ice cream. They are 14th out of 30 in pick and roll offense. 13th in spot up. 16th in transition. 11th in pick and roll man. 16th in isolation. They are average at everything. They are Neapolitan, Virginia, Vanilla ice cream, they are going to the gas station and picking the middle number, not either of the two sides. Jazz getting ready for the offense of the first possession. They're in the gold uniforms. Indiana's in their new city uniforms. First time out for them. Conley swings it left side. Bogdanovich, open three. Welcome back, Boyan Bogdanovich. Three nothing. Design play. You could tell that it was going to be for. Boyan, by the way, he was working on the weak side of the floor. Quinn's first play is very successful. Sabonis, mid-block right. Guarded by Gobert. Jump stops in the lane, goes into his body, goes back up, lays it in. Rudy tried to block it and actually had his hand inside the cylinder because Sabonis powered him that deep. Turner and Sabonis are the bigs. They're playing two bigs, a la Favors and Gobert, though Turner can play a little bit on the outside. Conley, left-hand pick and roll with Gobert. Chesson to O'Neal, jabs right, goes left. Indiana switched some lineups here. Here's Donovan driving. Sabonis is the defender. Hangs in the air. Pushes it up and in. 5-2. Indiana comes into this game 10-6. They've won three in a row with wins over Brooklyn, Orlando, and Memphis. They have not beat a team that is currently above 500. But they also haven't lost to many of them. Turner. Turnaround jumper from the baseline. Tough look. Rattles out. Rebound comes to Gobert. They will take mid-range shots. Boyan is guarding Turner. And that puts uh, Rudy Gobert on Sabonis. Well, Sabonis is guarding O'Neal, so it's a cross match the other way. Mm-hmm. This group that they have on the floor defensively has allowed a lot of threes this year. And they will right here to Royce O'Neal for a three. It's no good. And the rebound comes down to Jeremy Lamb. They're wearing the city uniform, which on the front has an, almost a number, like a race car circle on it. And it gives you the their number instead of their car. Sabonis trying to bump and back his way down. And an illegal defense against the Jazz. So now it looks like Royce O'Neal picks up Sabonis. I think there's a lot of cross-matching going on tonight. Are they just going to pick up someone in the area? But it looks like... Brogdon, the league's best free-throw shooter, misses the technical free-throw. It's amazing how great he is from the free-throw line. Even last year, David, led the league and is leading the league again this year. Technical free-throws are shot at a lower percentage than regular free-throws. Miles Turner hands it off to Lamb, guarded by Donovan, gets a handoff from Sabonis. Lamb tries to turn the corner. Great help by Conley. Two on the shot clock. Mid-range left side jumper is good. Good defense, good bucket. 5-4 Utah. 
9.49 left. Jazz are 11-6 coming into this. Lost their last one out in Milwaukee first in the five-game road trip. Now, stop two here. Playing the top teams of the East and the best defense of the East on this trip. Conley lobs it into Rudy, and he's being held by Turner. They can't get the pass. Really interesting here. You, the pickup point on Boyan by Warren is almost at half court. It's like he's trying to get, get in his head, you know, and... and not give him a chance to breathe. Bogdanovich, free throw line extended, inbounding in front of the Nate McMillan and the Pacers bench. Kid brings left side to O'Neal in the gold uniform with the green letter in the blue outline. Bogdanovich drives in a foul on the Pacers. Boy, they didn't call that a block shot. Um, um, Goaltending. Do not believe they did? No. Turner led the league in block shots last week. 199 blocks for the year. Not sure whether or not he's a good defensive player, though, as funny as that sounds. In the old days, we used to decide that someone was a good defensive player because of their block shots. But right now, when Turner's on the floor as a center, Indiana's defense this year in his seven games is fourth percentile in the NBA. But when Sabonis is on only as a center, it's in the 94th percentile. When they're both on defensively, it's even. Right about league average. Well, I, I know Bob we discussed Donovan makes that, the free throw. Sorry, discussed that last year, and he's, his block shots come from helping out mostly, and not so much the one-on-one. Brogdon was in Milwaukee last year for the Eastern Conference Finals team. Signed here in the offseason. Turner powers through Bogdanovich, misses. Follow up and in by Sabonis. They're a pretty good offensive rebounding team. Well, frankly, they're just about average at everything. They're 12th this offensive rebound. Well, Rudy had to help out there, and that left Sabonis a chance to... Donovan flares it back to O'Neal. He's left unguarded. He'll fire the three and miss it. Roy shooting 50% from three so far this year. Has missed his first two. Well, that spot there for Royce O'Neal is 5 for 12. He really likes that right side of the floor. 7-6, Utah by one. TJ... Warren into the lane, fades back, swirls out, Gobert rebounds. Conley grew up in Indianapolis, moved here at 10 when his dad took a job with U.S. track and field, bounces to Gobert, to the corner to Bogdanovich, top to Donovan, blows by Lamb, attacks Turner, scoops underneath and misses. Rebound comes down to Sabonis, nice defense by Turner. Brogdon on a tepid run on the left side, swings to the middle, flares it over to Lamb, he'll catch and shoot a three, it's no good, rebound Gobert, 7-6 Jazz, outlet to Conley, Jazz trying to push a little bit, still play the... Most possessions in the league in the half court. Conley squirts through the lane and lays it up and in. Good test for the Jazz offense this trip. Milwaukee was the third best defense in the Indi- Indiana's the ninth. Philadelphia's the eighth. Toronto's the sixth. So Jazz playing four top ten defenses on this trip. Miles Turner, ball fakes Bogdanovich. He bites, kicks to the corner. Warren for three. Breck. Rebound comes down to Gobert. Jazz lead it 9-6. Jazz got blown out here in the first quarter last year. Donovan straight down the lane. Reverse side blocked by Turner. And that's what I mean by helping out. He's a help defensive player and does a very good job. Comes up behind Donovan and blocks that shot. Bogdanovich stops the fast break with a foul. Jazz got blown out in the first quarter 32-19 here in the first last time. Bogdanovich had 21 for Indiana in that game. Here's Brogdon, where's seven. Left wing, Lamb. Turner trying to go the post on Bogdanovich. Not available. 
Nate likes the old school post game more than most coaches. Sabonis straight away three, no good. Bogdanovich rebounds. Nate's a little old school still. And Bogdanovich tries an in and out dribble. He gets knocked away by Brock. Nate McMillan, former Sonic great, started his coaching career in Seattle, then went to Portland, now to Indiana. Done a really good job here in Indiana. Was a more of a defensive player, if I remember correctly. Very good defensive player, as a matter of fact. 9 6. Conley jabs with his left foot, goes to his right off a Gobert pick. Out to Donovan. Deep catch and shoot three, no good. Rebound comes down to the Pacers. Pacers on the surge. Left wing, Lamb into the post, Sabonis, and a foul called on Conley as he was guarding Sabonis. Seven minutes left here in the first quarter. It's the Jazz nine and the Pacers six. Sabonis was in line for sixth man of the year last year, wasn't he? Well, now they started. Now he's Foul a on the Jazz, Royce O'Neal. Timeout on the floor, 6.58 left in the quarter. Jazz nine, Pacers six on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Sound Flash, Nate McMillan. I saw growth from Bogey from the time we got him. Each year, he got better. When Victor went down, he became really the number one option for us. And I enjoyed the time that he was here. You know, it just gave us consistent play. Every night, you knew what you were going to get from him. Quinn Snyder. I think he's more of a scorer than a shooter. He's at his best, I think, when the game is on the line, when there's a need. Big shots towards the end of the game, during crunch time, when he really wants the ball. Jazz Sound Flash brought to you by Newskin. Newskin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Sabonis powering in the lane. Takes Gobert underneath the basket again and scores again. 9-8. He's really using his body into the chest there of Rudy Gobert and backing him up. And then he's six foot eleven, so he can shoot at at the rim. Conley comes off a pick to the right, gets the baseline, cross court pass to Ingles, who's just checked in. Joe drives, bounces to Gobert, he's open at the rim and he dunks on Sabonis. Sabonis has been lightly, deftly bouncing it off the glass and in over Rudy, and Rudy hammers it. They still count the same. Brogdon step back three, no good. He's not been great at it this year. Rebound comes tapped out to Lamp. It's a catch-and-shoot team also. Lamb's a little floater in the lane, short. Scobert was there to bother, but Lamb got his own rebound, put it back up and in. Rudy assumed somebody would get the rebound other than him, and we know how that works out. 11-10, Jazz by one. Bogdanovich working the right side. Hands to Gobert, gets it back. Comes back with a left-hand dribble. Turner stays attached to him. Bogdanovich turns it over. Brogdon comes up the front court. Swings out left side to Lamb for three. That's good. That's on Rudy Gobert. Rudy argued about a call. Didn't run down hard enough, so Royce O'Neal had to go down to the post to deal with Sabonis and didn't get enough time to pop back out. you got to come back defensively. Rudy takes his vengeance out the other way. Bounce pass to Rudy coming right down the middle for a slam dunk. 13 all is the score. Brogdon. And an offensive foul as Brogdon comes off the Turner pick, and they call it on Turner. Two fouls on Miles Turner. I'm not sure that's good or bad. Frankly, the numbers would say that's not great for the Jazz, because now it means Sabonis plays center with a spread floor, and in these circumstances, so far this year, the Pacers are plus 11 per 100 possessions. 
Yeah. They're even when they have both Turner and Sabonis on the floor, and they're minus nine when they have only Turner on the floor. Yeah, and don't forget Sabonis is only, I mean, I'm sorry, Turner's only been back eight bargains. So they've been getting the job done without it. Pick and roll with Joey, gets it knocked away, picks it back up, flips it up and in. As only Joe Ingles could. About as organized as his hair on that one. 15-13. Lamb swings it left side. T.J. Warren with a Kawhi Leonard hairdo. Hands it over to Malcolm Brogdon. Pull up jumper, no good. Rebound, Gobert slides under O'Neal, has it out. Let to Bogdanovich, he surveys the scene. Conley's on the far side, waits for the Gobert pick. Gobert comes to set the pick. He works away with it, trying to getting cross-court pass to Conley. Rotates up top to O'Neal. He drives, kicks to Joe. Angle left three, no good. Great ball movement, no dividends. Jazz by two, 431 left of the quarter. Brogdon on the right side, played his college ball at Virginia, was rookie of the year for Milwaukee, penetrates, scoops, no good. Sabonis tip, no. Rebound out of bounds off the Jazz. Yeah. I'd like to see Royce O'Neal continue to be in there helping Rudy Gobert rebound the basketball. 4.22 left in the quarter. Emmanuel Moutier comes in for Mike Conley. Outlet to Brogdon. Left elbow to Warren. He doesn't pass much. In fact, he only passes as a last resort. This time he never starts the offense. Swings left side to Brogdon. Brogdon penetrates. Flares it back out to Lamb. One on the shot clock. Angle right three is long. Sabonis gets the rebound. Moutier fouls him. Demata Sabonis has been a beast on the boards this year. 13 Rebounds a game, and he is giving the Jazz a little bit of a hard time right now. Aaron Holiday, the brother of Drew Holiday and Justin Holiday, checks in. Aaron played at UCLA, first round draft pick a year ago. Brogdon, powerful six foot four, will kind of power his way to the basket, lays it up, gets it through Gobert, and scores. And Indiana is scoring at the rim tonight, high at 15. Bogdanovich gets to the elbow, bumps, backs, pushes up a seven-footer, rolls it off the top rim, or the front of the rim, and top spins it up and in. 17-15, both teams scoring right now. And both teams pretty good defensively. Brogdon, beautiful crossover, nifty in and out, goes by Moutier, misses at the rim. Here comes Emmanuel the other way. Sabonis is back defensively, resets Emmanuel. Emmanuel's going to take it at Sabonis. He'll take a long two instead and miss badly. 17-15, 3.22 left in the first. Brogdon works to the right side, gets to the baseline, fades with a shot, it's good. Well, I tell you, that's a great pick that's being set. And now Moutier was caught in that no-man's land. He didn't, really didn't know what to do there. Sabonis, one of the league leaders in screen assists, so well as Gobert. Here's Joe. Gets a back pick from Bogdanovich. Now Bogdanovich pops out. Rudy's underneath, rotates it out to Moutier. Left corner, catch and shoot three, no good. Jazz are getting the catch and shoots, but they're one of six on them so far. That'll change as the night goes on. Warren works into the post, kicks to Sabonis. They reset Warren, guarded by O'Neal. He passed once, will he do it again? I doubt it. He fades back on the left side, he misses. Rebound comes down to Ingles. He's in the first percentile of assist rate. Ingles. Left-hand dribble. Gobert rolling. Ingles fakes the pass, goes to the lane, lays it up and in. Well, it's amazing how you, you almost have to go for that fake. You just, he fakes that pass to Rudy or to the middle of the floor. Brogdon to the lane lamp. Good. Jazz are really allowing the Indiana Pacers to get to the rim in a way that we don't see very often. Pacers... 
here in the early going. Tied it at 19, 2-11 left, timeout Quinn Snyder. Pacers have five of their eight, six of their nine field goals so far at the rim on the Jazz Radio Network. George Niang, and I just want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. I am thankful for all the love and support that my family and jazz fans give to me. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. It's 19 all. I've got some good wishes to send and some unfortunate news to pass on as we start back to action. I want to wish a congratulations to former jazz broadcast assistant Lily Jackets and her husband Ashton on the birth of their first child this week. So happy Thanksgiving to the two of you as Joe Ingles works in the lane, wraps it around to Jeff Green, who's fouled, and Jeff will go to the free throw line for two. And the unfortunate news I have to pass on, we want to send our best wishes to Derek Favors, whose mom passed away this week. So thoughts to Derek, who's having a tough season and obviously lost his grandmother while he was with us, and those are the two women that raised him. So uh, really, really, really deep felt thoughts to Derek as... On that one, if you recall, Derek does not know his father. Uh, when asked about that in an interview, when his, his dad called him once while he was at Georgia Tech, and his grandma said, your father called. And I remember I interviewed Derek. I asked him, well, what do you think? He said, that's the first time I'd ever heard that word, father. So Derek has lost the two women that raised him and his family, and thoughts are with him deeply. And something like this happened, of course, nothing better than having a ton of loved ones, relatives, sisters, brothers, and all that around you. I think he wishes he had some of these guys around him right now for that one. He's so close to many. I'm sure they're all in contact with him. Jeff Green makes one of the two free throws. Here's Justin Holiday, the brother of Aaron Holiday and Drew Holiday, because it's the holiday season here tonight. TJ McConnell travels. Our officials tonight assigned to us by the NBA. We had no choice. Sean Corbin, Merrick Kogut, and Ashley Moyer Glilch. She's in her second year. And their rookie Goga checks in. So now they are without either Turner or Sabonis right now. Jazz have their bench unit on. Joe Ingles and Donovan, the only starters. Joe, not really a starter, but pseudo. Joe, right side. Works to the baseline. Takes an off-the-bounce corner three. Missed it. Jazz have not hit the three ball yet tonight. They lead it 20-19, to though. Here's T.J. McConnell. He played in Philadelphia, worked his way through the process into an NBA gig. Bounce pass down low to Goga, their seven-foot center. He drop steps into a little hook shot. It's up and in. He's talented. you got to be talented if they're going to draft you while they have Turner and Sabonis on the roster. That's another player that plays well with his back to the basket. George Niang flips it up top to Moutier. Moutier, 10 on the shot clock, hands it off to Donovan. Donovan's going to have to create this himself. Donovan tries to cross over. Ball fakes Holiday, holds his pivot foot, nowhere to go. Gives it off to Green, one on the shot clock. Three ball, no good. 21-20, Jazz down by one now. McConnell, cross-court pass. Aaron Holiday has been shooting lights out, and he traveled. Ashley Moyer-Gilch with her second straight travel call. Good thing, boy. That was a deadly three-point shot he just made there from the corner. Three-point shooting in this game is a bit ugly. Two, both teams are one for. Jazz one for eight. Indiana one for six. Shooting, frankly, 
It's gotten pretty ugly. The offenses are now both down to below a point of possession. Donovan walks into the front court. He's at the Pacer logo with long, lanky Justin Holiday, who once was in Jazz Camp Guardian. Works off a Jeff Green pick to the left. Goga retreats. Donovan rises, fires, misses the mid-range jumper. Donovan Mitchell, one for five in the first quarter. Battling a little bit of the a cold recently. Holiday driving, misses. Rebound Jeff Green. Jeff doesn't want to hurt his shooting percentage, so he'll dribble out the clock. And it's 21-20. Jazz trailing the Pacers at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America first. Players it over to Lamb. He'll catch and shoot a three. It's no good. Rebound Gobert. 7-6 Jazz. Outlet to Conley. Jazz trying to push a little bit. Still play the most possessions in the league in the half court. Conley squirts through the lane and lays it up and in. That is your America first game summary. Defense is ruling today. What happens when you have two teams that play the most possessions in the half court? Well, we play very, very slowly. That's what we've done in the first quarter, and it's 21-20 Pacers. Not a lot to say other than not a lot of three-pointers falling so far tonight. That's your America First game summary brought to you by America First. Layup, T.J. Connell. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union, America First. Visit AmericaFirst.com for more details. Moutier brings up the court. No pass possession. Drives to the basket. Misses. He goes out of bounds. Jazz down by three, their largest deficit of the night. T.J. McConnell, the front court. T.J. McConnell's aunt, Susie McConnell Syria, one of the great women's point guards of all time in the first era of women's basketball out of Penn State. McConnell Syria works the right side. Excuse me, McConnell works the right side. Fades back with a jumper. It's good. 25-20. Jazz bench having problems. Starters are plus three in the minute the substitution started. The Jazz been outscored by eight. And that's that, uh, that elbow pick and roll that they've had great success at. The Jazz prepared for that yesterday, but unable to handle it right now. Ron, we keep Donovan in the game to play with this lineup to settle it, but it doesn't look like he gets many opportunities out of this group. Well, Moutier is... is Nice bounce pass from Donovan to Jeff Green who lays it up and in. But why does Donovan... Donovan doesn't seem to get many opportunities even though he's on the bench unit, and that's the purpose of him being on the floor. So that either has to be Donovan's fault or Quinn wants... Moutier handling the basketball. What a catch. McDermott with a nice catch. Climbed the ladder in the left corner. Kicks up to McConnell. Back to Goga. Blocked from behind by Donovan. Picked up by George Niang. Niang originally drafted by the Pacers. Works to Moutier. Baseline spin. Hangs in the air. Finishes at the rim. Emmanuel Moutier goes to one for four on the night. And the Jazz are back within one. 25-24. Holiday. Hands it off to his brother, Aaron. Aaron's the small point guard, Jitterbug. He jukes Niang, pulls up for a straight away three, no good. Rebound to Moutier. Moutier left side, lines up McConnell, bumps and backs him into the post, kicks it up top to Jeff Green. Ball fakes, gives it back to Moutier, back to Jeff Green. Donovan now gets it with 10 on the shot clock. Works in the paint, holds his pivot foot, defense goes by, fades back and hits. He was on his big left toe, holding that pivot foot down while the defense flew by and the Jazz... Now have a 26-25 lead. Driving McDermott to the window, scores it. McDermott kind of surprises you, putting the ball on the floor. Reputation of being a great jump shooter. Led him in scoring against the Jazz once last year. That ended an 8-0 run by the Jazz. Ingles, right corner three, no good. 
O'Connell. Coast to coast by Moutier. Knocked away from behind by Ingles. Up the chest and Yang back to Ingles. Joe has the round ball robbery. Swings it right side to Moutier. Moutier off of Jeff Green. Pick and roll. Bounces to Jeff. Blocking foul on Turner as Jeff hangs to the air. will get two free throws. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uuhealth.org slash jazz. Jazz without Ed Davis tonight. Rudy Gobert is playing Indiana's without Victor Oladipo on the high-level issues. Congratulations to the Salt Lake Stars. They have won five in a row. Jarrell Brantley playing great so far for them, but different kind of leading scorer every day. Make sure you check out slcstars.com to find out when their next game is coming up and head out and watch them. They are playing great. Jeff Green misses the free throw. Jazz still trail is 27-26. Bogdanovich is back in the game as the Jazz now begin to work their starters back out on the floor. Jeff makes the next free throw. Jeff's been playing much more inspired basketball as of late. Tied at 27. McConnell started his college ball at Duquesne, then went to Arizona. Works the right baseline. He gets into the lane at a remarkable rate. Dribbles a lot, though. He works it here. Into the lane. Spins. Fades back. Air ball. Bogdanovich rebounds. He's got Niang on the right side. Green on the left. He fires the pass to Niang. Rotates back up to Ingles. Top between the logos is Moutier. Drives to the left hand. Cross-court pass. Has a lot of air under it. Niang catches, but doesn't have a good shooting window. He throws up a high arcing shot that front rims it. Rebound comes back to Indiana. Moutier didn't get any juice on that pass. So Georgia's shooting window collapsed. Here comes Holiday. Hard drive at the rack. Lays it up and in. He got George Niang back pedaling. 29-27. 8-22 left second quarter. Ron, what are you seeing right now? Well, I just see right now that both teams getting, for the most part, exactly what they want. And Niang just picked up, uh, was that Joe? But neither team's been able to stop each other. But the field goal percentage says something different, you know? Well, no free throw attempts from much for either side. So the offensive efficiency is not very good. They've only allowed two threes. And Yang checks out. He just got called for an offensive foul. Joe had a big argument about it with the official Sean Corbett, who wanted no part of that conversation. Really surprised at the fact that they're getting now, in the paint. Yang, who doesn't deep argue deep. much, is before he's taking a seat, he's having some more words for Sean Corbett. McDermott, straight down the barrel, three swirls out. Bogdanovich rebounds. 29-27, Indiana, eight minutes left. Bogdanovich, hard right-hand drive, skips a fast Ingles, rotates to Conley for a three, no good. Jazz tip in by Gobert, misses, and the Jazz are one of 11 from three tonight. McConnell, hard drive, pull up right-hand jumper, good. Boy, he really pushes the ball up the floor. A little faster pace than Rodden. Indiana takes the long, Jazz kick the ball and turn it over. Indiana takes the longest time of any team run on a possession after a miss. And, so McConnell and, did something very differently than everybody else right there. And you can see Boyan really complaining to the official that it, was, it went off of Turner's foot first. The second guy always gets caught. Jazz it? down 31-27. Starters on the floor with Jeff Green. Con- Kicks up top. Turner will take the three. Front rim. No good. Inverted. So Mike Conley grabs the rebound. 
So you Jazz get... are one of 11 from three tonight. Indiana's one of nine. High pick and roll. Conley, left hand, kicks it back up top to O'Neal. He penetrates, stops at the free throw line for a rare mid-range jumper, misses it, an offensive foul on Gobert, swiping in the back of Turner's head for the rebound. Well, I'll tell you what, the Jazz are going to have to start making some shots. I mean, these aren't bad shots that they're missing. Jazz are 11 of 28 from the overall. Jazz are 1 of 8 on catch-and-shoot threes. Jazz came into the game as the number one catch-and-shoot three-point team in the NBA, so my instinct would be to keep shooting it. Shooting 42% on those. Usually 28th in attempts, so the Jazz getting this many attempts is a good sign. T.J. Warren walks into a mid-range jumper and misses. Rebound comes down to Gobert. Indiana's taking just one free throw so far tonight. Bogdanovich to the lane, wraps a bad pass up top. Conley waits for it. McConnell goes and gets it. Fast break, slam dunk the other way. That's bad basketball right there. 33-27. Jazz down six. 6.38 left in the second quarter. And the Pacers out hustling the Jazz for a fast break dunk the other way or on an 8-2 run on the Jazz Radio Network. We will keep it here. Commercial freeze second quarter is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Mark Miller wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why I developed Promise Price. Promise Price is an upfront, no hassle price for every car on the lot. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. The Jazz Boyan Bogdanovich returning tonight. Here's what Nate McMillan had to say about Boyan's growth as a player. I saw growth from Bogey from the time we got him. Each year, he got better. He started to do more things. We could do more things with him. When Victor went down, he became really the number one option for us, and teams started to really focus on him. But I enjoyed the time that he was here. You know, it just gave us consistent play. Every night, you knew what you were going to get from him, and I thought he really improved uh, both ends of the floor, working to defend as well as become a scorer. And Nate McMillan continued some more about what he's seen out of Boyan with the Jazz. He's doing pretty much what he was doing here, giving him the ball. He's playing with it a lot. He's playing off of pick and rolls, uh, pin downs. He has the ability to score in a number of different ways. Transition, you know, he's shooting, I think, 45% from the three. So he's playing you know, very similar to the way he's playing here. Very aggressive. He's putting the ball in the basket, uh, having a good year for him. Well, so far, none of the Jazz are putting the ball in the basket. They are 1 of 11 from 3. They are 11 of 28 overall. Ron, the Jazz offensive rating right now, league average is about 1.07. Jazz is at 78. The Jazz are holding the Pacers down to 96. You should be up by a lot in this circumstance if you play this good a defense. But the Jazz are down 6, and it's similar story, Ron. Starters were plus 3, and then since we've started intermixing bench and starters the jazz are down by six yeah this is probably the lowest the jazz have had so far this year this season in this first 17 games of the year don't you think uh this offensive rating is not good we were not very good in la and a few mm. other times this year yeah. indiana's really got the jazz number they waxed the jazz last year twice well the career at jazz are 43 and 45 against this team all time so there aren't a lot of teams we have a losing record against with all the winning stockton and malone it's really not they've only won here 15 times 
Who'd over you the beat years. for the ABA championship? We beat the Kentucky Colonels, oh, okay. 1971. Are you looking at all those banners up I there? I thought maybe they ABA, were ABA, NBA yeah. banners, the WNBA banners. Backdoor cut, turnover. Jazz turn it over. They only had one turnover in the first quarter. And now getting a little turnover prone. What? T.J. Warren, three right side, kicked his legs out trying to draw the foul. Doesn't get it, but he hits the three. And the Jazz are down nine. Well, Long back. way to go, but right now the Jazz getting run out a little bit. A back screen in transition. Conley works in the paint. Bounces down low to Rudy. He'll dunk. Nice play by Mike Conley. So George Niang on the floor with Bogdanovich, Conley, O'Neal, and Gobert. Jazz by seven. Lamb, high pick and roll off Turner. Gobert shadows him. They actually switch it. So now Lamb retreats back out. He played at UConn last year at the Hornets. He drives. Left-hand runner, no good because Rudy's mammoth. Great defense by Rudy. Conley to the open floor. Gets an early drag and bounces a soft pass out to Bogdanovich. Tough release three. Really long. And the Jazz are one of 12 from three. Here's McConnell. Penetrating and working the game quickly. Had a great game against Memphis. He's getting an extended run tonight. McConnell has the ball in his hands. A huge amount of the possession. Left side to Lamb. Lamb works for a free throw line jumper. Too hard off the handle. Conley with another rebound. Jazz have got to get out of the half court. They play the most possession to the half court of anyone in the NBA. And Indiana is clamping down on them right now. Mid-block left, Bogdanovich. No movement, so Bogdanovich bumps, backs, jump stops the lane, kicks to Niang. Right side three is good. George Niang, second three of the night for George Niang. Timeout, Nate McMillan. George fired up. Indiana cut him. And he has not forgotten that. No player ever does. I tell you what I was expecting, David. I was expecting Turner to play the same roles as Carl Anthony Towns in this ball game, and they set a lot of picks there in the middle of the floor. Didn't see the Jazz prepare for much of that uh, in the little walkthrough that they had, but maybe it's because he's only played eight ball games this year and doesn't have... Yeah, I'm not sure Nate McMillan's one who adjusts a bunch one day to the other. Speaking of George Niang, let's go back to 2016 when he was here. Amanda Smith, our broadcast assistant, found an interview George did while he was a member of the Indiana Pacers. I talked to Coach McMillan this morning. They told me, you know, really your your role is to be a playmaking four, you know, stretching the floor and making plays for others and using my high basketball IQ to help this team play faster and and win games. So, I mean, that's what I'm here to do. And, you know, that's what I plan on doing and not stretching out to do things that I don't do, you know, here to play my game and help this team win. George hit that three and looked over a little bit at Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan called that timeout. I don't know if those were related, but it didn't look like it. All right. It's a busy night in the NBA, but it's just getting started. Let's take a quick NBA runaround. And Embiid holding his pivot foot. Now shoots it from the right side. Rimming. Good. Got front rim, but then it hit glass, and it nestles in. Embiid now 3 of 6. 6 points. Sixers lead 23 to 12. 23 to 12. They've stretched that out. Now lead at 38-27 over Sacramento. Joel Embiid actually has a double-double already. Inside, Bismack Biombo able to score on a feed from Devontae Graham. 11-3, Hornets on top. Biombo starting for Charlotte tonight. They and Detroit are in a close one. 47-46. Miles, Bridge, or Mikkel, or Miles Bridges has 11 to lead the way for Charlotte in that one. 7.05 to go in the quarter. Garland, what of the lane? He drives. Hugging down the rim. Darius Garland with a beautiful hesitation move. Cap- 
on top, 15-14. That might be the only highlight for Cleveland since Orlando is running away with this one a little bit. Orlando with their great defense leads it 48-39. They're on a 12-4 run right now to take that advantage. Tatum driving, goes under the shoulder. Jared Allen misses offensive rebound. Clean up with a two-hand slam for Daniel Tice. Ties the game at 12. With the crowd chanting, Kyrie sucks. Kyrie sucks. Kyrie sucks. Boston Boston leads Brooklyn 37-29. And they have a nice balance scoring. Boston 12-4 on the year, making a big statement that they might be the best team in the Eastern Conference. Boston fans are so delightful. 36-32 here. Nice work by Adrian Leiser and Amanda Smith back in the studio on that one. 4.52 left here. In the second quarter, our second quarters are commercial-free. Brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Brogdon left side, picked up by Conley. Mike grew up here. Left elbow, Brogdon will bounce to the post to Turner. Bogdanovich, a nice overplay, knocks it out of bounds with 11 on the shot clock. So he was a star player around here that got away. I said, why didn't you go to IU? He said, long story. I said, am I going to like it? He goes, yep. <laughs> So there's some good recruiting story there. Might involve Greg Oden for all we know. They went together. High pick and roll Brogdon. Snakes underneath. Conley gets back. Then Gobert's there. They wrap around Gobert to Sabonis for the layup. Tabata Sabonis having another great game. Sabonis has been playing brilliantly for Indiana. Well, the dribble penetration got him an easy two. Jazz trail, 38-32. Bogdanovich. Curls it back out right side. Guarded by Turner. Turner goes all the way out with him. And can't, denies the drive. And Bogdanovich dribbles it out of bounds. Miles Turner. It's a super athlete. Long. Refined his body through yoga. And used some of that dexterity there. Double stagger for Brogdon. Over going right left to right knocked away and now stolen Donovan Mitchell has a steal he'll go to the rim and he'll dunk it with a foul first should be a breakaway this will be a breakaway foul so Donovan got the steal after Conley played great defense working through the double stagger left to right Donovan then got the steal and Lamb grabbed him from behind for the foul, which uh, took away the windmill dunk, unfortunately, but we'll give the Jazz free throws and the ball here in a second. This review is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases and helping people in Utah for over 30 years. If you're just joining us tonight, the Jazz trailed 21-20 at the end of one. Jazz were one of eight from three. Pacers one of six. Usually when that happens, both teams heat up. That has not happened yet tonight. With 3.54 left in the quarter, Indiana still leads it now, 38-32. So Donovan will go to the line for two free throws, and the Jazz will get the basketball. There have not been many reviews on that one, Ron, that I feel comfortable I'm going to get right, but I got that one. Utah Jazz play-by-play call is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union now through the end of the year. Get triple rewards at all purchases made with your Golden West Rewards Visa card. Apply now at GWCU.org. We'll take care of you. Donovan's first free throw of the game is good. He's two for six shooting. Jazz offense is not going. It was, and then they went to the bench, and it lost its rhythm. 
which unfortunately has been a little bit of a reoccurring theme for the Jazz. The lineups that have all of the core six members on, like this one right now, which is the O lineup, have been brilliant. Anything else has not been. Conley, Donovan, Joe, Boyan, and Gobert. Conley through the lane, right hand floater, no. Rebounds loose, Conley saves it to Donovan. Out for three on the right side, no good. Jazz are two or two of 14 from three. T.J. Warren's got Joe Ingles guarding him. Tries to go high low to Sabonis. Sabonis cross-court pass to Lamb. Top to Brogdon. Drives and cut off by Donovan. Jazz recovered offensively. High pick and roll. Donovan stays on top of it. Beautiful job. Turner bounces into Sabonis. Stolen by Bogdanovich. Knocked out of bounds off Sabonis. Brogdon, Voyan may have stole that. You can see Sabonis. saw J.J. Redick do it the other night to us. Yes. This lineup for the Jazz, went on the floor this year, has been plus 30 per 100 possessions. And the offense is one of the best in the league. 318 left. Conley throws bu- drives by the defense, gets in the lane, spins, holds a pivot foot, bounces back to Ingles. They're trapping the ball right now. Ingles, crossover drive to the window, double clutches, lays it up and in. Nice move by Joe Ingles. game warning on the Jazz. I have not seen what we just saw there a lot. Have you? No, especially with Joe Ingles. I guess they figured that he's not a great ball handler. They, so- they did to Conley, too. Yeah. They're sending Sabonis and Turner in a trap on the ball. So now that you know they'll do it, I have to tell you what, ball, good ball movement will get... Doing it with two seven-footers. Brogdon, high pick and roll, gets to the elbow, pull-up jumper, good. He needs a lot of room to get a shot off, but when it gets off, it's going in. He was 50-40-90 last year. Yeah, that, that shot is very low. Here it is again. Yeah. They're going old George Carl-like defense. They're trapping everything. Jazz lob it to a rolling Rudy, and he gets fouled at the rim. That should have hurt. It's interesting, Rod. I was going to ask Nate McMillan before the game today about just how everyone's kind of playing the standard defense, dropping the big, in the contrast to his old Sonics teams, in which he, they, you know, they trapped everything. John Stockton come off the pick, and Derek McKee and Gary Payton are all over him, and Detlef Schrempf and whatever other long guy they could find. It's almost like, this is a little different, though. I'm not sure what Nate's doing here. This is... Almost like two designated guys running at the ball with a three-man zone behind it. And the Jazz didn't prepare for this, but it's just, it'll be just basic basketball. I mean, well, they re- if, if they double, you got to get a man in the middle of the floor, and then you got numbers once that pass is made. They reacted perfectly on the last one, which is you just get it to the sky slipping because the two guys coming at you leave it open. 40-38, Jazz down two. Brogdon works on the right side, puts up a floater off the glass and in. That pick is set so high on the floor. All right, let's see what they do. They're calling it again. Here's Conley. Comes off a pick. Nope, they're in a normal defense now. Ingles on the right side. Fires a three. Good. And then turns around and talks to the Pacers bench. I don't know who he's talking to. Well, I guarantee you when he does that, something's set at the bench right well, there. I'll I mean, tell you someone the, on the bench is talking. I know, but whoever he's saying it doesn't understand why Joe's talking to him either. I can tell you that from watching the reaction. Sabonis, mid-range jumper, hits the front rim and rolls in. 44-41. You look at the two coaches he's kind of talking to. They're like, what is going on? We'll have to ask Joe after the game. Conley gives to Donovan. Donovan, big steps to the lane. Gets caught in the air, turns it over. 
Fast break the other way. TJ Warren bobbles it, recollects, back to the window and scores. Pacers back up five, 46-41. Jazz offense right now for this, compared to everybody else's performance this season, is in the fourth percentile. The Pacers is in the 12th percentile. You know what this is? Three o'clock in the morning, and I got the Pacers and the Jazz in Serbia. <laughs> Joe Ingles drives through the lane, kicks Mitchell. Wide open catch and shoot three. No good. Jazz are three of 16 and two of 11 on catch and shoot threes. Incredible. TJ Warren drives and fouled and finishes. The Jazz who shoot 42% on catch and shoot threes are two of 11 tonight. Foul on Ingles. The Pacers are a bit relentless, and so you begin to fold here. As the ball doesn't fall, and you got to get back in transition defense. Well, what they are doing is that, that little elbow pick and roll is, is dangerous. Conley comes off a Gobert slip, drives the lane, wraps it around the corner to Donovan. Donovan drives, holds his position. Tough shot by Donovan. No good. Donovan's not getting good looks and making good reads. Brogdon, coast to coast, in the lane, turns it over. Ingles has it. Pushes ahead to Bogdanovich. Sets his feet, launches the three, misses. Rebound. Foul on the Pacers. No. On the Jazz? Yes. On Rudy Gobert? I think Rudy was already underneath the basket this night. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan's having a tough night tonight. And Donovan did not play well against the Pacers last year in the one game he played against him. He didn't play the second one. Jazz got smoked in November twice by the Pacers last year. Donovan was just three of eight last November. And Justin Holiday will go to the line. Jazz are getting blown out of this game right now. It's only eight points. But it's a slow pace game, so to be down by eight's a lot. And the Pacers are on an 8-0 run. Jazz might be able to fight their way back if they can get some of the tempo up in this one. So of the holidays, he got all the hype then, huh? He got the hype, but he got the least hype. How's that? Yeah. He yeah. went to Washington, played all four years, didn't get drafted. The other two first-round draft picks. Absolutely. Pacers by 10. This game was tied at 41. No, it was not. I take that back. That's not accurate. Conley driving. Right-hand floater. Tip by Gobert. No. Rebound Pacers. And a foul on the Jazz on the next rebound. And Conley gets it. And we'll shoot more free throws. Joe Ingles' three at the 2-12 mark made it a 42-41 game. And since then, it's a 9-0 run by the Pacers. 51-41. Jazz offense is really scuffling. Offensive rating of an 85. The defense is now breaking down. Pacers have... 12 fast break points tonight, which is a lot for the Pacers and an awful lot for the Jazz to give up. 
Jazz are really getting double teamed. I mean, they're getting challenged in the paint, and the lob is not there because of the the way they're packing it in. Sabonis makes the free throws, and the Jazz are down 12. Conley, shot clock, game clock separated by three seconds. Mike at the top, he's one of four. He's been struggling for, miserably with his shot so far in the last three or four. Bogdanovich down the free throw line, driving, puts it off the window, and in. He goes Giannis on that play. Six seconds left. Holiday chests it to Lamb, down the middle of the lane, wild layup, no good. Gobert trying to corral the rebound, can't. And the quarter though comes to the end anyway. Jazz are down 10. Pacers outscore the Jazz 32-23 in the second quarter. The majority of that late in the quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. not let Brogdon get to his strong hand and communicate any late switches when they get in the paint. Very concise, very quick. Thank you very much. That's Zach Guthrie with us at the half. 53-43, Jazz down 10 as we get underway here for the second half. Sabonis hands it off to Brogdon. Swings back out to Turner for the three. Good. And the Pacers have their largest lead of the night, 13, right out of the shoot. Just ju- joining us, the Jazz offense has really scuffled, predominantly hitting threes. Just three of 17 from three so far. Indiana, who is the third best third quarter team in the NBA, has the lead. Donovan, who's two of 10, bounces to O'Neal. Hands off to Bogdanovich, returning to Indiana. He's three of five. Drives in the air, hangs, puts off the glass too hard, gets his own rebound, fouled on the way back up. Now that bucket there by Turner was what I expected them to do from the to start the ball game. So they start the third quarter off with the pick and roll right in the middle of the floor with Turner getting a three-point look. Contrast to the other night when the Jazz had 10 assists on 10 field goals in the first quarter. The Jazz have eight assists so far on 16 field goals. Indiana's defense which comes in eighth in the league has really given them problems throughout the season. Larry H. Miller dealerships will donate $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities. We are driven by you. Bogdanovich's first free throw is good. Jazz are shooting 36% overall and 3 of 17 from 3. So their effective field goal percentage below 40%. Kind of unheard of. Don't expect the road woes to strike as early as they're striking here tonight. Brogdon straight down the barrel. Three is good. I don't know if these are road woes. The Jazz are playing four of the top eight defenses in the NBA on this trip. I think this can just be really hard basketball. Donovan, right-hand drive. Stops at the dotted line. Fades back. Hits. Ron Donovan is 3 of 11. What does he need to do? Well, I like that move right there. I mean, first half he was driving into traffic and and just get to that dotted line or get to that uh, 12-foot range and and shoot the basketball. Royce O'Neal called for a foul fighting through a Miles Turner pick. They set some pretty good picks, and not only one, they set multiple picks out there. So you got to fight over. The Jazz wanted to go over Bogdanovich under. jumps the passing lane, steals it, goes the other way, and softly lays it over the rim in. 10-point game, 59-49, Jazz down 10. Most of the Jazz guards are running off multiple picks. Well, Nate's a fundamentalist. He wants those picks to be set correctly like they once were. Sabonis driving, fends off with the right arm as he takes the left hand in and gets called for an offensive foul. 
Sabonis is heavily arguing this call. Politely, though, I might add. <laughs> you think it's because? No, I better not say that. Because there's a woman official? No, yeah. I actually just think, I actually think from the little bit I've been around him and interviewed him, that that's his disposition. Okay. And you could see him saying, like, you're wrong. Could you please look at it? It was like this, like, he knew he wasn't going to get it overturned. David, you could not tell what he yes, was Yes, you could, because he asked her to look at it. Conley, three left side is good. And the Jazz, who are 2 of 11 on catch-and-shoot threes, hit that one. And there's the dribble penetration that's, that's been able to get two good looks now. Mike Conley hits that three now. Brogdon fires to answer and hits. Brogdon was a 50-40-90 guy last year in Milwaukee. And he is taking the lead role here with Victor Oladipo out. Indiana leads it. Donovan to the lane. Donovan to the window. Donovan scores. I'm glad he scored on that because he passed up a three all alone. And you thought I might get upset or something? Yes. Brockton working the lane. Brings Gobert to him. Slides by him and lays it up and in. Now let me ask you this because the pickup point on him is awfully high. And once he gets ahead of the defense. Donovan wide open three is good. All right, say that again. Let's go and, back to Brogdon. Watch where the pickup point is with Brogdon. That is too high. And, and he's going over the top of the screen, not underneath. And there it is again. He's going over the top. Now look at the spacing for cut off by Brogdon. And then a mismatch. Lob, Turner, slam dunk. Timeout, Quinn. They can't get stops now. Donovan Mitchell's got seven in the quarter trying to bring the Jazz back. But the Pacers are scoring. 66-57, Pacers by nine on the Jazz Radio Network. Back to the hottest. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Ingles on the right side, fires a three, good. And then turns around and talks to the Pacers bench. I don't know who he's talking to. Well, I guarantee you when he does that, something's said at the bench right well, there. I'll I mean, tell you someone the- on the bench is talking. Joe Ingles with another solid game. Nine points, one rebound, two assists. He was talking on the bench. That is your WCF Insurance player spotlight. WCF Insurance reminding you to be careful out there. Jazz are down nine, 8.50 left. Out of the timeout, Donovan's got seven in the quarter and a foul as Rudy's trying to roll to the basket. Sabonis hit him. That's probably one of the better execution of their offense they've had in the ball game. They've got Stymied now they'll have to do it again. Yeah. Pass down low to Donovan. He gets knocked to the ground. Ball goes out of bounds. They're going to call it off of the Pacers. Well, if they don't give it to the Jazz, then they need to call a foul because Donovan didn't fall on his own. 8.46 left. Jazz are down nine, third quarter. Conley inbounds the corner to Donovan. Ball fakes the three, then takes it. Misses. Conley slides in for the offensive rebound. Out to Bogdanovich. Dagger three response. Six-point game. What's he doing in there? Well, he's Coming up with a rebound. (laughs) He's taking the inbound pass, and he hadn't left yet. Brogdon is dominating the third quarter. Bounces Sabonis. Spins on Gobert. Gets it inside. Foul by Rudy. Rudy is not having a tremendous defensive impact tonight, Ron. And I don't think it's because of a sprained ankle. I think it's because Sabonis got in on his body early. 
and has been causing the Jazz some problems. Indiana is shooting 65% at the rim tonight and taking 38% of their shots at the rim tonight. He has great footwork. He's left-handed, and you're absolutely right. He's putting the body into Rudy's chest and causing Rudy to back or just flinch or take a half a step back. And, and when, when that happens, you know, Sabonis is six foot eleven. He can make things happen from there. Jazz usually allows 62%. They're at 65. Jazz usually allow 31% shooting at the rim. They're shooting 38% of their shots at the rim. So they are really getting to the rim at a high rate against the Jazz. Conley lobs to Rudy. Slam dunk. Maybe the best executed lob we've seen out of those two all year. Yeah, that's right on the money. Malcolm Brogdon at the top. 68-62. Eight minutes left. Brogdon played at Virginia. One rookie of the year with the Bucks. Signed in the offseason. High pick and roll. Good pick by Sabonis. Clear space. Shot no good. Brogdon likes to get to his right hand. Missed that one. Donovan. Lines up Lamb. Pull up jumper at the elbow. No good. 7.40 to play here in the quarter. In the third quarter. Hope you're having an all right travel day. Jeremy Lamb. Mid-range pull up jumper is good. Pacers back up eight. Pacers are the third best second, third quarter team in the NBA. Conley, pass to Gobert. Tries to drive through Turner and turns it over. Rudy gets someone between him and the basket. Sometimes it's hard for him. Yeah. 70-62. to 62. Jazz commit there. 12th turnover, 9th turnover of the game. And now another foul called on the floor on the pick and roll. Jazz down 8. Pacers are now shooting 54% from the field and 39% from 3. So Indiana, who earlier was not scoring, is now scoring at a very high rate. Lamb, left side, takes another mid-range jumper over Gobert and hits. He's playing much better now. He was drafted in 2012. and He's part of the James Harden trade, if you remember correctly. O'Neal swings through on Sabonis. Cross-court pass to Conley. Rotates to Bogdanovich. Takes a triple left to settle himself for three. No good. Offensive rebound, Gobert. Tries to force it up crazily and out of control and misses. Had wide open shooters he could have passed it out to. Bad decision. 72-62. Off a pick, Sabonis. Left side, Warren. Three ball. 13-point lead for the Pacers. Sabonis is doing a great job. Watch Next time you watch him set a pick, watch him throw the hip out there, forcing the Jazz to go. Gobert, nice cross-court pass to O'Neal. Rotates to Donovan. Three ball, good. Ten points in the quarter for Donovan. Nice play by Rudy that time to make the better decision. Six minutes left in the third. Jazz down ten. They cannot get stops right now. Pacers' offensive rating in the first half was a 107. It's already 124 right now. Another three left side. Warren no good. Conley flies in for the rebound. Conley hands it off to Bogdanovich. Pacers' first miss of the quarter there. Left side Bogdanovich. Driving in the body of Turner. Gets cut off. Swings back up top to Conley. Six on the shot clock. Double teamed out the pick and roll. He turns it over. 
Fast break the other way. And O'Neal fouls Brogdon before it can happen. Pacers are 4 of 4 from 3. 2 of 2 from the line and missed their first shot of the quarter. Jazz defense in third quarters this year is only ranked 12th in the NBA. Donovan checks out. Joe Ingles checks in. So the Jazz starters, which have been so good all year, actually were even there. Felt like they were terrible. and They were dead even. That tells you how good they've been this year. Jeremy Lamb pull-up jumper at the free throw line. He's fouled by Sabonis, and they're going to call it on somebody else. They call it on Ingles. I want to see this replay. Sabonis clipped him in the back. And I think the officials saw his body. See that? Yes, Sabonis clips him in the back and pushes him. And they call a foul on Joe, Joe Ingles. And they called it on Gobert. And that's Rudy's fourth. So Tony Bradley checks in. Tony did not play in the first half. Gobert checks out. He's minus eight tonight. Jazz do not have a positive player in the plus minus tonight. They're down 12 after Lamb's free throws are good. 77-65. Jazz couldn't score in the first half. Can't get stops in the second half. Joe Ingles, low left-hand dribble in traffic. Reach and foul on the Pacers. Pacers just always seem to overachieve under Nate McMillan. Maybe a tribute to Nate. Maybe one of the least respected coaches in the league for no particularly good reason. Sabonis was checking out. He's going to check right back in because that foul looks like was given to Miles Turner. Pick and roll. Ingles in the lane. And the ball's kicked by Turner. Jazz down 12. Five minutes left in the third. Turner checks out. That was Turner's fourth foul. But as we talked about in the first half, the Pacers have been much better this year when Sabonis is in the game without Turner than any other lineup. Tony Bradley, who's played pretty well over the last five games, averaging eight points and seven rebounds. Bogdanovich driving down the lane, finishes at the rim. Boyan's got 18. Jazz down 10. They need stops. Brogdon blows by Moutier to the rim, missed the lamp, got his own rebound. Back up and in. Malcolm Brogdon just went where he wanted there. Left side, Ingles. Flares it back to O'Neal. Bypasses a three. Penetrates. Kicks to Ingles. Rotates to Bogdanovich. Back out to Royce. He'll fire this three. Fading back. Misses. You can see from his body whether he's going to make it or not. Royce 0 for 4 tonight. 13-point deficit. Driving. Lamb. Blows by Ingles. Easy layup. Jazz down 15 and getting torched. I'm not trying. Like, they've 10 of 13 shooting. 4 of 5 from 3. Bogdanovich 3 and fouled. Indiana has scored, to the best of my knowledge, on all but one possession of this half. Maybe two. Well, they're doing it 
in transition. Their half-court offense is working very, very well. That pick and roll right in the middle of the floor is just so dangerous. The Jazz continue to fight over the top of it, and it's just creating a ton of problems. Bogdanovich misses the free throw. Turnover early by Sabonis at the 10-23 mark. Then they got it. Jazz got to stop at the 7:49 mark on a Brogdon miss. The Jazz got their next stop. They haven't had another stop. Wow, Ron. The last time the Pacers came down, no, they got to stop at 5:50. The Jazz had. We have four minutes left in the quarter. The Jazz have had three possessions in the quarter in which the Pacers didn't score. Sabonis turned it over at the 10-41 mark. Was the first one. The next one, I think, came. And then just now. 81-69, 3.50 left. Brogdon at the top. Guarded by Ingles. He wants to go to his right hand. He crosses over to his left. Pass to the wing, knocked away, recovered. Holiday for three as the shot clock sounds no good. Rebound green. Jazz got a stop. Bogdanovich quickly three the other way. Wow, he hit it. Nine point game. Jazz now four of 14 on catch and shoot threes. He is so good at setting up to shoot the basketball. Brogdon snakes back to his right hand. Bradley defends. He goes baseline. Nash dribbles out the other side. Moutier should have picked him up, didn't. Well, actually, maybe not, because Holiday's his son. Brogdon steps into a three, short. Roost ball rebound, Moutier. Moutier pushes ahead to Ingles. Joe holds. Joe holds. Joe shoots. Joe hits. He just froze him to death. 8-0 run by the Jazz. Six-point game. 81-75. Timeout, Nate McMillan. Well, the three-pointer can shrink deficits in a hurry. And that's what the Jazz just did. 81-75. Jazz down six on the Jazz Radio Network. guys, it's Royce O'Neal. I just want to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Royce. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Well, Ron, the first half, the Jazz shot 3 of 17 from 3. And now they start to make some threes, and that deficit goes away a little bit. The defense, unfortunately, did not come with them in this quarter. The Jazz are 6 of 9 from 3 in the quarter. They've scored 32 points. They've allowed 28 so a game that was purely defense in the first half has become almost entirely offense here in the third quarter. 14 points in the quarter for Bogdanovich. Warren driving. Powers his way in the basket and scores. Jazz playing Jeff Green at the center right now. It's the third time they came out and started with that same play. Joe Ingles hands it off to Bogdanovich. This lineup has really scored. Warren defending more than he ever did in Phoenix. Guarding Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich beats him in the basket, misses. Green tips it up and in. Bogdanovich fell on his right wrist and is shaking it as he comes the other way. Warren drives coast to coast to the basket, misses. Niang flies in for the rebound. Jazz down six. Two minutes left in the third. Bogdanovich's wrist is evidently all right because he just buried a three, his 17th point of the quarter. Just about to say, we'll see if he attempts a shot, how much that wrist is bothering him. 
17 in the quarter for Bogdanovich. And the Jazz are within three, 83-80. One-on-one, Aaron Holiday pops for a mid-ranger, no good, rebound. Comes out to Bogdanovich. Chester right side to Moutier, right side of the floor. He's got the smaller but tough McConnell. He wants in the post on it. He bumps, he backs, he fades, he airballs. So Jeff Green had a three there. He could have taken a three. I don't know why everybody thinks they can take T.J. McConnell in the post. I've been watching for four years and rarely seen anyone ever do it. Well, that had nothing to do with that airball. I mean, I didn't think his, his defense just kept me from getting to the basket. I was very comfortable with that little 8-10-footer, but you just don't shoot it short from 10 feet away. Fade away 10-footer in the post. T.J. McConnell into the post, brings Niang out with him. McConnell will get into the block of the paint every time. He does here, he fades back and hits. 85-80. McConnell played good minutes with the backup point guard the last few nights. Bogdanovich tries to take it on a curl, bounce it back to Green. It's kicked right to McConnell. Ingles steps in front of him and fouls, but that's team foul number five on the Jazz. So Joe Ingles, with 54 seconds left in the quarter, just gave T.J. McConnell two free throws. And the Jazz were relatively back defensively. Not sure why Joe would commit that foul there, Ron. Well, you just didn't know. I, well, you got to know. Yeah, yeah. There's 54 seconds left in the quarter. Yeah, he, he just doesn't make sense, but obviously, you know, he doesn't know. But the pace, I tell you, when McConnell comes in the ball game, their pace really picks up. Free throw by McConnell's good. On the road, as Gordy Jesus said on our pregame show, you got to survive, but you can't be giving away points. The Jazz give away two right there. Yeah, on the road, you want to give yourself a chance to win in that fourth quarter, so you got to stay, stay close. Make 48 seconds left. Ingles right side, comes off a green pick, bounces it away, turnover on the Jazz again. And then Ingles sneaks from behind McConnell and steals it. Here comes Green, going to the basket, finger roll layup, no good. 32 seconds left, Indiana the other way. To the basket, layup good. When you want to know why the Jazz lost, look at the last two minutes. Three turnovers, two bad possessions, an unnecessary foul, and what was a three-point game is now back up to seven. That's too bad. I thought Green was going to dunk that. I think Green might have thought he was going to dunk it. Moutier drives, spins to the window, short again. With eight seconds left in the quarter, here comes McConnell the other way. To the rack, layup, no good. Rebound loose, Green has it. Fires from three-quarters court and misses. 6-0 run to end the quarter and on unfortunate ways. It's a lot of detailed plays there by the Jazz after Bogdanovich hit a three to make it 83-80. In the final 205, the Jazz just turn it over two times. An ill-advised post shot, a missed fast break layup, and a poor one-on-one with your final five possessions on the offensive end on a quarter in which the Jazz scored 37 points and only cut into the deficit by three on the Jazz Radio Network.
Wiggins, 10 points. Bogdanovich's 17 points. Highlight a high-scoring third in which the Jazz only made one point of inroads after scoring 37 points and still trail by nine. Niang rotates to the corner to O'Neal. He bypasses, gives to George, penetrates, big steps. They call a travel. Jazz were down 10 at the half. An offensive explosion in the third quarter, but the Jazz did not defend in that quarter. And the score in the third quarter was 37-36. The offensive ratings on both teams went nuts. But no defense from the Jazz, and that's their signature. McDermott, right elbow jumper. Rattles around, comes out. Gobert has the rebound. Indiana's going to give you 240 minutes of quality basketball from 48 from all five positions. Donovan, mid-range jumper left side is good. Donovan heated up some in the third after a tough first half where he was 2 of 10. He is now 5 of 7 in the second half. 89-82, Jazz down 7. McDermott being guarded beautifully by O'Neal, so Sabonis has to take a mid-range jumper. Top spins it up and in. Angle left, 15 feet out. Nine-point deficit. Gobert, top of the key. Gives it back to Donovan. High pick and roll. Comes off it. Rises. Fires. Three. Short. Jazz three-point shooting has improved a bit. They're 11 of 10 of 29 now. First half, they were 3 of 17. Here's Holiday. Bounce pass to Sabonis. Bobbles on the ground. O'Neal has it. Spins out of traffic. Now holds back. Chest it across to Ingles outside the point. Left corner, Donovan. Cut off by McDermott. Drives to his right hand all the way to the window. Wow, what a finish as Donovan somersaults back up to his feet. Well, that was as hard of a dribble drive he's had all night. Ingles anticipates a pass and steals. Jazz down seven. 10-15 left. Joe for three. In transition, no good. Offensive rebound, Rudy back up and in. 91-86. And I guess the Pacers see the Jazz are not going to quit here. And Nate McMillan will take a timeout. Jazz open the quarter on a quick little surge, 6-2, and we'll see whether they can get back in this one. They're down five with 10 minutes to play here in the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Anthony Davis. I love the city of New Orleans. I got so many friends there that have turned family. Multiple properties there, like New Orleans is, is a part of me. And it was tough for me to walk away from that. So when I go back, I'm going to have mixed emotions. You know, I know the fans going to boo me. I got booed when I was still playing there. I was talking with someone the other day, like, you think they're going to give you a tribute video? I mean, it's on them. If they do, you know, then I'm, I'm as much appreciated. If they don't, then I understand why not. It's going to be a fun game. I think that's a game of the year for me. Anthony Davis returning to New Orleans with the Lakers tonight. That is your NBA now. Ten minutes to play here, 91-86. Sabonis attacking Gobert. Left hand at the rim, no good. Rebound tapped out by Ingles out of bounds. I was paying a little attention to that. Holiday, who played with Anthony Davis down there, was hoping, and he put out there in the newspaper that he hoped the fans show Anthony Davis some respect, not boo him. But take in consideration the years of good basketball that he gave the city. Thank you, Drew, but no thank you, I'm guessing, is the answer. Right baseline jumper, T.J. McConnell. He's been tough tonight. Indiana paid T.J. a little bit of money. Well, he's earning it tonight. 
93-86, up by seven. Donovan drives, steps by McDermott, short with a little floater. Rebound comes down loose, it's got Lamb has it. Jazz, see if the Jazz can get this close. Indiana's not been great in close games late this year. They don't have a go-to score. We'll see if the Jazz can get there. Sabonis for three, no good. Jazz are down seven, though, so a long way before you make them nervous. Nine minutes to play. Gobert puts an elbow, eating knee out, gets called for an offensive foul. Five fouls on Rudy. Just let Joe use him. Sabonis is moving his shoulder into the screeners out there, and it hasn't been called. Rudy moves his leg. But you have to let your teammates use you instead of... Well, they're very specific about you cannot have your be- your base wider than your shoulders. Yeah. And stretch it out like that. If they call it, but that's the rule. Awfully yeah. hard to tell a seven-footer, huh? Yeah, I hear you. Sabonis puts it on the deck outside, hands it to McConnell, picked up by Joe. Jeff Green in at center. Right side, three. Jeremy Lamb, good. Pacers by ten. 8.45 left. Jeremy Lamb has 18. Brogdon has 20. To lead the Pacers. Donovan. Crossover. Step back. Off his left foot. He got it. 17 feet out. Left side. Donovan's got 22 on 21 shots. Only two free throws tonight for Donovan. Only 15 for the Jazz. Pacers have only taken 12. Sabonis driving on Jeff Green. Jeff trying to defend the best he can. Now we got a foul on the floor. It's on Green. Boy, once he gets you backpedaling, he does not let you separate yourself. He just continues to put his body into you, and you're backpedaling, gets to where he wants to shoot the basketball. And finally, Jeff Green got to the point where, you know. Sabonis, it just keeps getting better, Ron. Six points his rookie year, 12 points his second year, 14 points a game his third, 19 points his game this year. Incredible growth, and the rebounding has escalated the same way. They've been on dual escalators. So far, here's Jeremy Lamb for a three right side. It's last no rib. Jazz down eight with eight to play. Donovan loses the dribble. Now recollects. Started by McConnell. McConnell puts a forearm into him. Gets deep into the crouch defensively. Donovan runs off a Jeff Green pick. They double. Flare it out to Green. He tries to drive. McConnell knocks him to the ground. McConnell is the little guy that's out on the playground floor with the crazy eyes. And you're not quite sure what to do about it. You're not going to take him off the court. You know that. Well, Nate McMillan just did. 69-96-88. Jazz down 8-7-48 to play. Bogdanovich on a curl. Attacks the bonus. Draws a foul. Jazz are... Second foul on the Pacers. So Bogdanovich, who had a 17-point third quarter. Well, they're saying that he was shooting the ball. Oh, he was taking it up, wasn't he? He was gathering, Ron, is the way you phrase that in the NBA's parlance. The gather. Uh, Gather or take it underneath outstretched arms. That's right. Bogdanovich's free throw is good. Safe Line Auto Glass, the local gla- vehicle glass expert, is ready for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Line Auto Glass, proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebounder program at the end of the regular season. Safe Line Auto Glass will $5 for each rebound secured by the team's rebound leader with all proceeds benefiting Neighborhood House.
96-90. Jazz down six. They have not gotten stops in the second half. Pacers high pick and roll with Lamb. Swings it back to Sabonis. Resets Lamb. Jeff Green switches to him. Lamb drives with the left hand. Wild shot. No. Sabonis over the back of O'Neal for the rebound and off O'Neal. Why is that not over the back? Oh, not sure why it wasn't a foul on Jeff Green either on the shot. Maybe it wasn't. Actually, watching the replay wasn't as egregious as it looked. Inbound to McDermott. Fading back right side. High archer up and in. Pacers by eight. Four seconds on the clock. Pacers just have great depth. They are giving you full lineups of high-quality NBA players every minute of the game. And it wears you. means they beat people. This would be their first win against an above 500 opponent. 98-90. If they win. I said would be. Conley drives, gets to the window, misses the layup. Mike Conley is 2 of 6 tonight. 6 of his last 25 for the field. Brogdon between the circles. Brogdon comes off of Sabonis pick. Bounces it down low to Sabonis. Brilliant catch on his shoot tops. Lifts it up to the rim and lays it in. And the Pacers lead by 10. Donovan pushing the other way to the window. Goes to dunk and is fouled. Sabonis is really good, Rob. Sabonis makes just a tremendous amount of plays. Makes good decisions. Drafted in 2016, as you mentioned, he's gotten better every year. Misused by Oklahoma City and then came over in the Paul George trade. Timeout on the floor. Will take as well, and Nate McMillan's challenging this call. Well, he shouldn't because it looked like he hit him on the arm. Well, we'll find out when we get back. It's brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases for over 30 years in Utah. Siegfried and Jensen, Jazz down 10 with 6.43 left in the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. taking about what you'd expect. When you come in to play a Nate McMillan team, they're going to be tough. They're going to be physical. We go back to the coaches' show. What did Nate say? Stay in front of your guy. Be fundamental. That's what they've been. They've set brilliant picks. They've executed. They've been fundamental. They just knocked the Jazz out of what they do, and the Jazz are down 10 with Donovan going to the line as the in, the review was challenge was denied, and Donovan will get two free throws, and it was took about 30 seconds to figure it out. You throw away the 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 offense and, and the plays that some of the guys are making, but it's the the, the the very good screens that are set that that free up guys like that so they can so they can perform. And the Jazz continue to go over the top, and I just don't like the idea of going over the top that far off away from the the, the three point line. Donovan makes the free throws. Eight point game. Can the Jazz get this game? into tight possession by possession game. That would be the one weakness on this Indiana team. Here's Lamb. Bounces it to Sabonis. Jump stops in the lane. Reaching foul on the Jazz. Gobert's on the bench with five fouls. Has not been great tonight, quite honestly. 6.31 left. We'll see when Quinn goes back to him. Sabonis goes to the line. 
Well, if there's one thing that he hasn't done consistently over his career, is shoot very good free throws. And? And he misses the first. It's nice of you to wait till after he missed the first. Well, I was already in. I know, but I didn't want you to jinx it. <laughs> Second free throw is good. 101-92. Mike Conley comes to the front court. Mike has five points tonight on two of six shooting. Jazz are down nine. 6.25 left. Conley drives with the right hand. Throws it out to Bogdanovich. Rotates to Donovan. Right hand dribble. Hesitates. Caught in the air. Gives out to Conley. Open three. No good. Mike Conley is having a tough season. 101-92. That was a great look. Brogdon blows by Conley, lays it up and in. Boy, he jumped ball side like he was expecting someone to be there, and that was just a clear, straight-line shot to the basket. Donovan, right elbow, pull-up jumper, no good. And this one's sneaking away. Down 11, 5.50 to play. T.J. Warren, coast-to-coast, fast break, layup good. And the Jazz are down 13 as Rudy Gobert wants to check in. It's probably... Well, it's not it's a lot of basketball left with 5.45 left, but there'd have to be a really dramatic turn of events from what we've seen. This game has been fully controlled by Indiana the whole way so far, Ron. Well, Indiana defense for the most part has been always been good. I mean, they only give up 103 points a ball game. The Jazz, for the most part, David, has been averaging 107. So that right now we're in the ballpark of you know, of what each team does. But this game has been really slow paced. It's really been so slow. So the Jazz defensive rating right now, Ron, is close to a 120. This yeah. is by far the worst defensive night of the year. The Jazz, it's, it's almost like when the Jazz play Indiana, it's another team that plays like them. I mean, their coaches are very different, but it's fundamental. It's half court. It's system. It's And it's as though they're not they're not bothered by what the Jazz do. And in fact, they almost sometimes look like they know what the Jazz are going to do. I, I know. You look at a stat sheet after a ball game, and then you, the immediate thought is that what part of the, the defense had an effect on how the Jazz scored? Uh, then, you know, we have to look back at things. And I think we've had some pretty good looks. That first quarter just really killed the Jazz to the point where they just couldn't make anything. One of eight from the three-point line and end up shooting 42%. You hold a team to 42%, you better be winning the quarter. Jazz down 13, 540 to play. Conley to the front court. Gives to Bogdanovich and a foul on a pick set by Gobert on Indiana. Mike Conley, who we thought had found his rhythm, now over the last three games is 6 of 26 from the field. That's uh, not good. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Thought he had found that rhythm. Had that great game against Golden State. Free throw by Gobert is no good. Jazz down by 13. Mike, most recently, went 9 of 14 against Golden State, and then since then hasn't found it. Before that, had another good game against Warriors, went 6 of 11. 105-693. Those were... Made us feel like Mike might have found the rhythm. 
Jazz down by 12, 524 left. Left hand drill by Lamb. Bounces behind him to Sabonis. Eight footer up and in for Dematis Sabonis, who has been brilliant tonight. Might have been the best player on the floor. Just ran Conley on three screens. All of them set by Sabonis. Sabonis second in the league in screen assist behind Gobert. 21 points and 11 rebounds for Sabonis on 8 of 12 shooting. And he set the tone early by going into the body of Gobert on the opening two possessions. Kind of saying to Rudy, we're going to be in here all night. And they have shot at the rim at a rate few teams have. Foul on the Pacers as Bogdanovich came on a pick. Free throw good. Indiana has stretched the lead to 13 with 5-13 left on an 11-4 run. Bogdanovich now with 30 points. Your Lexus 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linden. Inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. Lamp guarded by Conley. Conley tries to go under. They spin him around. He looks like a top as they put him off pick after pick after pick. Now they finally switch. Jazz pop out. Turner left side for three. Good. That possession is worth looking at again. That was just beautiful by the Pacers. The Jazz actually did what they were supposed to do defensively. The Pacers were one step ahead. Conley in the lane. Bullets it to Gobert. He couldn't handle it. Rudy's in the paint. Back to Conley. Ten on the shot clock. High pick and roll. Conley drives. Hangs up. Blocked. Yeah, you kind of feel sorry for the pain that Conley's going through off those picks. Three or four a possession here set by and now Sabonis. It's Donovan's turn. Brogdon off a massive Sabonis pick. Rises. Fires for three. No good. Long rebound. Brogdon. Conley diving after. Brogdon tips it to Warren and lays it up and in. What an effort by Mike Conley, but he couldn't get there. And Indiana is blowing out the Jazz for the third straight time. They got us twice last year. They just have our number. Last year, once Donovan didn't play. But it feels the same thing every time we've stood here, Ron. Well, what a night they're having. I mean, they were able to fight off the Jazz, made a couple of runs. They were able to fight it off. And they are... They are shooting 55% for the night. They are 10 of 16 in the fourth quarter. They are 23 of 37 in the second half. Well, if my numbers are right, they were 13 for 21 there in the third period from the three-point line for 53% there from the field. Wow. So that was... They are shooting 62% plus all those threes in the second half. Indiana's playing great. I, it's almost a mystery, except for I'm just going with it. They, they play as close to anyone in the league to the way we do. Half-court, execution, picks. And so they're unfazed by what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Boyan has had a great night, usually. Well, we won't say usually. I mean, you get hyped enough to the point where you just don't play well when you come back to a, an arena with some of your ex-teammates, and you don't play well, but that has not been the case with Boyan. Conley comes to the front court, swings to Ingles. Joe's 5 of 9 tonight, gives to Bogdanovich. He goes up on his tippy toes, comes off the ground, and travels. Well, I don't understand what the officials, he just went on his tiptoes. He didn't jump. (laughs) (laughs) Bogdanovich came off. 
Boyan has 30 tonight. He's been tripping. Here's TJ Warren, who's in Phoenix last year. Been injured a lot. Doesn't finish a lot of seasons, but here he finishes at the rim. And this is so Indiana. Rock did 18 shots. Lamb, 15 shots. Warren, 15 shots. And four guys are going to have 20 tonight. Donovan, Hyde, Arker off the glass. And in, Donovan's got 26. Yeah, they put Rudy in... in a what do I do? Do I go after T.J. Warren? So why are they able to do that and we're not? That's my biggest mystery to this game. They're getting so deep. I mean, see, the Jazz are trailing now behind. Sabonis goes up, blocked by Gobert. That's our first block of the night. Sabonis' next shot sits on the rim. Rudy taps it off the rim, and that'll be goaltending. That block shot, the first of the night for Rudy Gobert. And the second, actually, the night for the Jazz is a $50 donation to Cypress Credit Union, Community Recreation Association, nonprofit organization that provides funding for youth in our communities to participate in sports and other extracurricular activities. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. So, Ron, what's the difference? We're running a high pick and roll just like they are, and Donovan comes down the lane, and we don't have any room, and Donovan terminates and throws it back out to Ingles where they're getting that rolling pick and roll. Rudy rolls here. Fouled on the catch. What, why is their pick and roll able to get some bonus the ball underneath for 14 shot attempts and get some of the stuff that we haven't been able to get it? That play there, there was just not was any protection there. In the, there was protection there in the paint. Our spacing, I mean, their spacing anyway, is keeping the Jazz attached for the most part to three point shooters. But they're getting really deep. And Rudy's getting caught. Do I challenge the shot and let Sabonis have a, a dunk on the backside, or which one do I protect? Jazz will sub five guys in. Bogdanovich played 38 minutes tonight. Well, the Jazz are riding Bogdanovich in a big way. Now, he was a minus 23. Nobody was good tonight. Jazz don't have a only player on the Jazz roster that's in the positive plus minus that's played more than two minutes is George Niang. Rudy checks in. Bradley checks out. Bradley checks in. Well, that foul. Juan Morgan's making his NBA debut. Mia One on the floor. Dante Exum getting a few minutes. 2.53 left. Three of them played a high pressured one-on-one open floor game the other night. Here's a drive. Warren at Bradley to the rim. Scores it. Same high pick and roll. Same high pick and roll. You see how deep they're getting and how the, 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 the picks are very high out up there on the floor. Dante drives. Nash dribbles. Flares up to Bradley. Hands to Niang. Niang calmly with a right-hand dribble. Attacks Turner. Flares it to the corner. Morgan left. That's a turnover. <laughs> Tony Bradley banged his right knee on that last play. He is limping as he goes back the other way. Mm-hmm. 20-point deficit for the Jazz. They lost to Indiana last year, 121-94 and 121-88. Indiana working for 121 again tonight. They've got 118 as Sabonis misses the layup. It goes out of bounds off the Jazz. Where our defense has been in the second half would be a minor miracle to hold him to three points in the final 210. Not that big a deal. 
Jazz led 26-25 early in the second quarter. Here's an interesting note, Ron. The Jazz opened the game only hitting two of their first, like, 11 catch-and-shoots. But that was early. They have gotten almost no catch-and-shoot opportunities in the second half. They are 5 of 15 on the night. So they did not get any catch-and-shoot threes till the night went on. We basically ran pick-and-roll offense and not so much of your dribble handoffs as often as we... Holiday tries to lob it to Gogan. It's blocked out of bounds. Jazz offense tonight. Overall, if you look at the rating, is a 104. That's below league average. It's right about where Indiana holds people. They're the eighth best offense. And right about where our offense... Well, our offense a little right about that. We're 21st in the league, so it's not great. TJ Leafs sighting. That's interesting. He misses. Jazz might hold the guys down, and TJ Leafs scores it. Ooh, another 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linden. Dante right side. Top to Onek. Played at Yale. We were talking about the rivalry game. Dante bounces to Tony Dunks. Nice pass by Dante Exum. That Yale-Harvard game was something else the other night. Football game. Oh, the football game. Well, there was also a little controversy and protest, but the football game was something else. Like, it went to overtime. They are down 13 with, like, four minutes left. Indiana misses because they are only allowed to score 121 points against us. Fast break. George Niang lays it up and scores. Indiana scored 121 in both wins over Utah last year. 121-94 and 121-88. Goga, right-hand flip, no good. And the Jazz have a chance to hold the Pacers under 121. Mione tries to throw a pass into Tony Bradley. It's stolen by Holiday. One. Left wing, McConnell, who was integral in the win tonight. For laying the clock grind down. McConnell drives, flips up an air ball. Morgan rebounds. Dante on the run. Dante lost the dribble. Turnover. 37 seconds left. Holiday to the rack. No good. Goga back up. Foul. They'll get one free throw and make it. Miss the other one. And for the third straight game, Indiana will score 121 points against us. You're going to tell them what to do up here. Huh? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz will come down. Jazz will either make or miss a shot. The Pacers will have the ball and dribble out the clock. And this one will be 121 again. Goga misses the first free throw. He will make the second. And the Pacers, for the third straight game against the Jazz, will score 121 points. Come on. These are the things that keep us entertained at this point. Free throw is good. (laughs) Pacers beat the Jazz 121-94, 121-88 last year. They lead 121-102. Ladies and gentlemen, we're making progress. Here's Dante. Clock is under 24. Indiana will not shoot again. George Niang for three. No good. Goga has it. And they'll run out the clock. (laughs) Well, Ron, we've made... Not bad, David. We made progress. Last year, we didn't score more than 94 points against them. The Indiana Pacers clearly have something about the Utah Jazz number. The highlight tonight, 
Boyan Bogdanovich who had 30 points. Donovan Mitchell had 26. Joe Ingles seems to have regained some vibe. He has 12. And Royce O'Neal didn't make his shots tonight. He goes scoreless in 27 minutes. Not a good night for the Jazz. It was not. I thought it was a glimpse of hope. I, I thought in the third quarter, after you know hitting 13 of the 25 three-point shots that they took, not three-point shots, but I just thought that there was a glimpse of hope. Complete and utter defensive breakdown in the second half by the Jazz is really strange. Tim Lacombe joins us, as does Jake Scott. And guys, that's where I kind of want to start on this. The Just a complete and utter defensive breakdown by the Jazz in the second half of this game. I find, I find stunning, frankly. The first half, the Jazz defense was only okay. Their defensive rating was a 107. By the time the game's over, their defensive rating is a 122. The Pacers must have, just kind of deducting with some logic here, the Pacers averaged 1.4 points per possession in the second half tonight. It's a lot of fun, you know. That's incredible. Yeah, I don't know, Tim. It is. <laughs> we're, we're sitting here watching the game, David, and it almost seemed like, uh, Tim put it this way, running in quicksand at half. It seemed like uh, that was almost offensively, Tim, in the first half. In the second half, you know, you look at David's numbers, and it was defensively where they were running in that quicksand. Yeah, they. Uh, it's interesting because we, we spent the whole free game talking about uh, with Rudy knowing he was going to be back, eliminate some of those easy shots, but it seemed like tonight – uh, Indiana got pretty much anything they wanted anywhere they wanted there in the second half. I think there's something to I'm trying to figure it out. Like, it's not what's happened three times in a row, Ron. It's not just so. One theory, Tim, I have is that, and Ron, is that they're not bothered by us, they play enough similar style. The other one I would say is we are at our best, though this did not turn out to be true against Giannis. When they can game plan to specific players and specific actions. And I don't know that you can do that to Indiana. When you look at Indiana's balanced attack, Brogdon averages 15 shots a game. Sabonis averages 15. Warren averages 15. Lamb averages 14. Turner averages 10. Like that's what they average. So you cannot, and what did they get tonight? Warren, 16. Brogdon, 18. Sabonis, 15. Lamb, 15. Turner, 6. Like, you cannot go get one or two players and knock them out of their rhythm. Well, I totally agree with that. I mean, the, I, 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 I think that this team is, is, is one of those teams, David, that, as you just saw, they do distribute the basketball very, very well. But... They make good of the minutes that they're out there on the floor. And, and the pace changes a little bit when McConnell comes into the basketball game. Um, and they're just steady. I, I, I don't see this team just being able to beat some of the better teams consistently around the NBA. But I do see them being very, very steady. What I didn't like in the ball game, and, and, and I'm not very seldom critical of you know, what the Jazz do do defensively. I just thought they were picking up. Their pickup point was way too high 
out on the floor because once the, the you get around the pick and roll, now there's spacing there and, and, you, and you get caught in no man's land on whether or not you should stay home on the three-point shooter. Uh, Rudy got caught a few times there in the paint. Now, do I challenge the shot or do I try to lay back, keep uh, Sabonis from getting the lob? Uh, I just thought the pickup point was too high. There were, it seemed to me like, Ron, there were a ton of uh, ball screen situations where they, you know, typically they turn the corner, they see Rudy, but for whatever reason, we were getting hung up and uh, they were able to turn the corner and get way too deep. So a pickup point, that's actually a a good observation because I was trying to figure it out myself. Uh, They just seemed to be, they, they got where they wanted to get against the Jazz way more than you see typically. Yeah. And just think about that, because now if you get help from the wings on, on each side of the floor, now you got three-point shooters out there waiting. So, it, it uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I very seldom try to question uh, whether, whether the, what the coach is doing or, you know, how they're defending or what their offense is doing out there on the floor. But I really thought that. You give a player that much room to operate and that much room to make a decision, let's put it that way, then that should be awfully easy for, for professional basketball players. So so talk about that a little bit. Right? So is, you, is that like a mental focus thing where maybe they're a little too anxious to pick up their guy? You think that was a hole in the game plan? I, is, that, is that, I guess, maybe something easy to, to correct for, game, for the next game? Oh, it's just a pickup point. I mean, you, you pick it that far out on the floor. I mean, the pickup point against, um, against the Bucks the other night was just above the, below the, the three-point line. Tonight it was above the three-point mm-hmm. line. And, and and it really makes – I just thought it made a big difference. Hmm. You know, it's not mental. It's and just then what they were we, trying to go over all the picks, so then they end up trailing. And, and that's right. You go you, Instead of going underneath the picks because you were afraid of three-point shooters, you, you're going over the top, uh, and then you're getting trailing, and, and, and they have numbers. And just think about this. Now, uh, how many times – well, we mentioned it one time anyway. There were Conley went off three picks that were set by Sabonis, and each time we were fighting over the top of the picks. And sooner or later, they're going to break you down. Now, Ron, is one of the reasons why you're going over the picks because Sabonis is such a good re-screener? We saw that play late right. where Mike Conley got hit – Three, three different times, times on the right. same screen when he tried to go under. Yeah. And so you have no, if you pick up any lower, I'm trying to just think of why the game plan would be to pick up high. If you pick up lower and you try to go under, they're going to rescreen you and get you caught even, you know, into some low pick and rolls and then some really open looks. Yeah. And yeah. so the other option was, I guess, to go lower and try to stay above yeah. is, the other, is the other option. Be interesting to see the next ball game to see how the adjustment that the Jazz make on that play. But believe me, guys, if if you've watched the ball games now, and just just not the Indiana Pacers, the Jazz do a little bit of it there as well. The re-screens are becoming a norm. And and players that are good off the dribble, the guys that can handle the basketball very well, are using it to their advantage, and they're doing a very good job at it. It's just it's such a great counter to go when teams go under, right? Because – it's like a ball screen coverage, like real estate, location, 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 and that's a uh, that's a big piece of it. It's an interesting one for me statistically. This team's so much better when Sabonis is in its center than Turner, and you know that seems weird, right? Miles Turner is like everyone's darling, and everyone loves him and thinks he's gonna be the next great player. You watch the game; it's totally abundantly clear why. 
right? And it's these kind of things. Sabonis' pick setting. It's what Aaron Baines has done for Phoenix. The same, you know, Aaron Baines. Phoenix was great. Now suddenly Phoenix isn't playing well. Everyone's, like, freaking out. Yeah, Aaron Baines isn't playing. Like, Aaron Baines running around the top of the key, setting pick, mammoth picks all night long. Those players are really, really valuable to do that. Boy, let me run off those picks all night long. <laughs> I, w- I would love to get it. I'd love to go back and get a number on on just you know pick assists that Sabonis got tonight. I bet it's staggering. Oh, well, screen assists will be up. It'll be up. And, it'll be up shortly. I'll, I'll, if David I, said, "What'd you say? He was second in the I league." I believe he's second in the league behind Rudy. Behind, yeah. but he was unbelievable tonight. I mean, he he was terrific. All right, guys. Well, hey, happy things. Here, here's a legitimate question. I'm not. I'm not trying to pick on. I'm actually totally interested. Be interesting to go back and watch film and see if Rudy was not terrific. That Rudy was not setting those picks nearly as well because we were not getting the same stuff. And part of the problem with Rudy a little bit is Rudy so much wants the ball, mm-hmm. as he has openly discussed, that he is sometimes less in, interested in setting that pick the same way mm-hmm. that, as he once was. And he's, Great he's point. trying to Great get off point. the ball so much. So um, it'll be interesting to see uh, when we, as you go back and watch film on this one, if, if that's there. All right. I have other concerns. I will leave them to myself because it's Thanksgiving and I don't want anyone to be too concerned. Happy Thanksgiving, boys. Same okay. to you. See you. Eat all you can. Lots of pie. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it, Ron, just for you. <laughs> yeah, all right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. All right, that's David and Ron. Uh, they're headed with the team to Memphis for Thanksgiving tomorrow. And then, of course, a game against the Grizzlies on Friday. Your final tonight from Indiana, 121-102. to 102. Jake Scott, Tim LeCombe with you. We're breaking it down next here on the Jazz Radio Network.